Hello, this is J3rdM, and this is episode 38 of my podcast. Enjoy. This episode, I'll be talking about two scary movies, one of them being Men, which is from A24, and the other one, I don't know where, where it came from, but it's Barbarian. It, just, it was released in theaters recently, and now it's on digital. A24 is, like, known for their their good, scary movies. Well, good movies in general, but they're known for their scary movies being, like, really good. Not just uh, scary-wise, but also, like, story-wise. They're really good. That's where Hereditary came from. That's the studio behind Hereditary and Midsummer. It's also behind some of the more weird movies, like Lamb and also Men. I saw I saw Men the trailer for the movie called Men on uh, a while ago, and I forgot about the movie until recently. But I did want to go see it in theater. I just I I can't go to the theater, so I didn't go see it. But I recently bought it on um, store on online store, and I bought it. I, I what I wanted to do what I wanted to make sure is I did not want to watch a trailer. I, I didn't want to spoil the movie at all so i just made sure to go in spoiler free and also turn off the lights and i turned off the lights and make sure it was the right mood for me to watch a scary movie the movie was the beginning of the movie was was weird what was not it wasn't so this movie's sort of like hereditary well not hereditary uh, midsummer would be a better example of this type of movie uh, of what how the right way to do it is but this movie it starts with um a sort of uh, a suicide it starts with suicide where this the main character's husband she sort of he kills he well he we see him falling off the top of the building or the or somewhere above her apartment and they lock eyes and she he falls down to his death this moment is they played throughout the movie as sort of just to be like a like this was a, this was a traumatic moment for her so it was really they so they show it all throughout the movie whenever she's like thinking about it it like pops up every now and then sort of like how in midsummer how uh the main character i forgot her name was it rue no that, that's hungry games i don't know her name but she always has those visions that work uh, that the audience sees and it, those moments are always scary that was in midsummer here though it's kind of i don't know i think the reason why it doesn't it didn't work in men was because the traumatic event that was supposed to be like the thing that holds that's what like that's the clue of the movie it's supposed to really bring everything home like everything else is good but it's not going to work if the, the event isn't strong and in my opinion it wasn't strong it wasn't it wasn't strong to me i don't know it the they had this really orange filter and if you've seen the movie you know what i'm talking about the traumatic event which is her well she remembers her relationship with her husband and it's always that like that's the that's the big thing that she's escaping from and i feel like it doesn't work because the 
whenever she has flashbacks of this moment, it just looks too cinematic to me. Like it's too orange, too, and I mean orange by filter. It's too, it's like an orange filter. It's too much. And also it's too cinematic. It's not believable. I don't know why. It just doesn't work for me. The main actress is, is fantastic and there's nothing wrong with the the male actor, but I don't know. It just didn't seem realistic. It didn't seem real. It seemed too much like a dream. And I think that's what that's what bothered me the most. It just it didn't work. Like with Midsummer, that whole situation, like there was a real it felt like a dream, but it was it had this the music, the tone, all the colors and all that stuff, the the lights. Everything worked. Everything made it very dramatic. But this movie was... The traumatic event in this movie was too... Too... I don't know how to explain it. It's very, like... Maybe too simple. I don't know. It, in some... in the it, it seemed more like a CW movie. Uh, not a CW. An ABC family type scene. I don't know. I just feel like that the event could have been much bigger. There was a scene later in the movie where we, where she actually goes outside and sees the husband's body. And there was like this big, like, long, I don't know, wide angle? Or like a, a huge, like, shot where the focus is not the body. It's a shot of the outside of the apartment building. And you, like the focus of the shot is not the apartment building. It's more so just like the landscape. But then if you look closely, you can see the body of the husband like all dead on the floor, which I thought was one of the best shots of the movie. But that that was good. Now that was a good shot. And it happened somewhere in the movie. But the rest of the movie the rest of the traumatic event that we see like in the flashback doesn't work. Also the way that the guy landed on the floor with his like leg mangled up and his arm caught on the thing it just seemed too like, oh did they place him like that? Like it just too, it's too, it's looked too staged, in my opinion. I don't know. I I never seen a, a picture of someone, like who who committed suicide and landed on concrete. But I don't know. I just don't think it would look like that. It looked too Family Guy. You know how Family Guy, whenever they get knocked out, and they land with like their leg twisted and all that. That's how it looked like. I literally thought that thought of Family Guy when I saw his body, the way that they positioned it. You could tell they tried to make it all cinematic and whatnot. I was like, okay. But I was like, it didn't work. It's too cinematic. It's too too fake. It doesn't work for me. And this is supposed to be the thing that glues everything together. So I was a little disappointed at that right in the beginning. However, the movie is so, so beautiful. It is so gorgeous. It is, A24, they really... they. They hit it out of the park with the good with the good settings and the grass and the trees and the leaves and all that stuff. There's a moment in the movie where she's walking out. So she moves into this apartment, right? And she's walking out into the into the wilderness around her house. I wouldn't do that, but <laughs> she she did. I might I might, but I'm I don't know. Uh, she walked out into the woods and like we see this like we follow her with the camera, and yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It's a, very much a lot of green. And this is where the movie really shines the most, is in the first act. I would say the first half of the movie is where the movie shines the most. The second half, I don't know. But the first half, 
Yes, it's golden. I would say watch the movie just for the first half. <laughs> Turn it off when I'll tell you when the second half starts. I'll get there. But for right now, the first half of the movie is is let's talk about the first half. So she's in the woods, right? This is where the the best scary moment happens in the movie when she goes out into the wilderness. This uh this moment she she discovers a uh a tunnel when she's out there like why this is I don't know where this movie takes place. I really don't. Yeah, I don't know where this movie takes place. But she's in this woods, right? And it's a trail. And she's following the trail. It's around her house. And she finds this tunnel. And this tunnel's like black. It's like a really dark tunnel. Like it like it it was good because uh it contrasts with the green the greenness of the wilderness and then all of a sudden you just see this like blackness of the tunnel it's really good but she goes into the tunnel and she's scared because it's dark like it's really dark i wouldn't go in <laughs> i would have turned around i'm like yeah that's enough of that let me go back inside the house but she sees the tunnel she goes into it and she starts hearing echoes and so she starts echoing she's like ha, let me start making all these sounds and those are actually important to the movie so, yeah. I'll talk about the meaning of the movie later. But this is where the the best scary movement happens. She sees this guy running towards her on the, on the other side of the tunnel. And he's like beelining it for her. He, he's running. And she's like, whoa. And she can see his silhouette. That's how she sees him. And he can see hers. At first, she's like walking because she's like, oh, he's probably just jogging or something but then he's she gets scared because like she's alone this guy he obviously sees her he's running and charging so she runs off oh yeah he makes this noise he makes this noise like a bird sound and that's the reason why she runs away okay that makes sense yeah she starts running when she hears this bird this guy making a sound and then she runs away she runs out of the tunnel and then she's running and running and running and then she misses her turn she basically runs until she stops hearing the sound. And then she ends up in a field. And then that's when we see, you know, A24, they love their naked people. She turns around and she sees the naked, a naked man, like, behind her. And she's like, what in the, what is that? Yeah. That whole moment was incredible. It was so good. I recommend watching just for that moment. And then, of course, the I'll, that part's not really scary, but yeah. Let's talk about the... Let's see what else I can talk about this movie. I don't want to give everything away. I guess I have to give everything away because there's not much else to do in this movie. This movie really relies on the shock factor. So if you give away that little thing, it's uh, the little shock factor. It kind of ruins the whole entire thing. But at the same time, you can't talk about it because the movie is the shock factor. It is the surprise, the twist that makes the movie. Um, so the part, I guess I'll talk about the halfway point. So like I said, the, the, the movie I divide it into two. The first half of the movie is good, but then the second half of the movie is bad. It gets really bad. <laughs> well, not really bad, but it gets like, eh, like, what? Why did they go this direction? 
but it was doing really well it was doing so well i was super excited to see where this was going like okay there's a naked man he's walking around like what is going on here this is so interesting and she's she's a really good actor she's she's crying and she's doing well talking to her friend but then and this is where the, this is where like the cut off the halfway point she goes into the church and she's going up to the podium because it's empty she goes up to the podium and there's like this symbol of like this grassy creature on the thing and I immediately I was like no I was like don't do that I was like no don't go with supernatural or some weird thing don't do don't go that route I was so hoping they wouldn't do that immediately when I saw I was like no it's like darn it they're gonna do this like weird supernatural thing or something like that I was like no like I was like oh no it's like some weird like cult or creepy thing going on with the town it was at that point I like to cut it off because that's when I knew exactly where they were gonna go I was like oh no so I was hoping they're gonna be like some psychological thing where like she like maybe there is some naked man running around or something like that I don't know but at that point, I knew the movie was going to be bad. It was going to be confusing. So I lost hope a little at that point. So that's what I'm calling it right there. Where she goes to the church, that's when I cut it off. That's the halfway point. Because after that point, the movie goes bad. And it gets really, really... Well, I wouldn't say bad. It gets strange. But not the good type of strange. The confusing type of strange. The why am I watching this type of strange. Uh... I watched uh, Suspiria a long time ago. The new one, there's only a new, there's only one new one. So the new one, uh, and I, that was the ending, the third act, I actually wanted to turn off the movie. I wanted to, I'm like, I was literally sitting there, I was like, why am I, this movie is horrible. As soon as that creature showed up, the, the weird witch creature, I wanted to turn it off. I was like, what am I watching? <laughs> um, but that's not how this movie was. I would say it's more so like Midsummer, that part. When I because I went to the movies to watch Midsummer, and I, there was only like five people there. But I, I went to the movies, and I saw Midsummer, and that part where the the boyfriend he's having sex with that redhead, and that whole scene, yeah, that whole scene, uh, that movie, that was that part was strange to watch. Well, that could take that scene and then multiply it by like. Five, and that's the second half of this movie, but worse, not good. That that one had context. This one didn't. So the movie jumps into this entire thing of like, what? What is going on? I turned out. I tuned out half halfway. After um, I tuned out. I tuned out because I was like, well, I don't even know what's going on. I'm just gonna continue watching it and just wait to and hope that I can understand this at the end. Like, maybe they'll piece everything at the end of the movie like they sometimes do, but that never came. Literally, it never came. They never explained it. I, I, I like to say, it, uh, in the third act, there was, that, there was a point where they're, they just... How can I say this? There's a point in the movie where, yeah, everything's a mystery, but then they expect you at some point in the movie to understand what's finally going on, if that makes sense. Like, there's a point in the movie where... The, the writer or the director is like, okay, everyone knows what's going on now. Now I'm just going to run with it. Well, there's a point in that movie. Well, I feel like the, the writer or director, the writer, I think, he felt like we should have got it at some point during the third act. 
And then he ran with it. But the thing is, we didn't get it. I didn't get it. I feel like he was already making the stories if we knew what was going on. And I and I did not know what was going on. But, uh, so, the men in all this movie are all the same man. Let's just be very clear here. They all have the same face. <laughs> they all have the same face. Down from the 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 guy she first meets to the little boy she saw uh, at the church. This little boy, he had a mask on and it was so weird. I was hoping it was just a regular little boy. But no, he takes it off and it, it's... He has this really old face, and it's the same face as the guy she met before. Basically, every single man in this movie besides the husband has the same face. It's the same man. Every single one of them. And the movie goes into this bizarre third act that is just, to me, it's too much. It doesn't make sense. It wasn't creepy. It wasn't interesting. It was just, like, what is going on? I don't know. It, was, it, it seemed very pretentious toward the third act. So, the part in the movie is probably this, the the third act of the movie. There's a moment where it's probably going to be it's probably the most talked about moment of this movie, which is the con the the man the like I said that the all the people all the men that she sees are the same man. Well, that man ends up giving birth over and over and over over times three he gives birth over and over and that's hard i don't know how to explain it basically the yeah that's basically it like the man literally gives birth he's she's just running around right she's this is the third act she's running around everyone's chasing her and she gets she falls down and then she turns around and the man is giving birth he's literally giving birth he he i don't know how but he gives birth out maybe out of his butt i know um he gives birth out of his butt and then he gives birth to the same man if that makes sense like he um let's say you're a guy right and you're giving birth it's gonna come out of somewhere and it came out of those places okay in this movie he gives birth out of his butt and then his birth his baby grows up and gives birth or not i don't know if it grows up but his the thing that comes out of him gives birth again and this time it's out of his like his mouth or his his eye or something like that. his back his butt his yeah so there's like it's this constant cycle of like the the guy gives birth and then the thing that he gives birth to the guy he gives birth to gives birth and then that thing gets birth, and then that thing gets birth, and that thing, it goes on. It goes on throughout the tire. Like, it lasts a good 10 minutes. And I was like, what is, what? I was like, what is, go okay, we get it. They're, they're giving birth. It was good, though. It was interesting. It was a unique little thing, but I feel like it was a little confusing. I just wish I could understand it. Like, it was good, and it was creepy. It was, it was definitely going for a shock factor, but it just... I don't know. And then the movie ends right there. I don't need to talk about the ending. It doesn't it doesn't matter. I didn't explain the plot. So <laughs> But basically the movie I had to go online. Sort of like Parasite. I had to go online to read about Parasite to see what that movie was about. But this movie I had to go online because I was like, what did I just watch? What does it mean? Because I don't know.
It turns out that the birth scene was supposed to be like men, misogynist men. They pass down their misogyny to every generation. So that's sort of what the birth, the rebirth, the birth, the birth, the birth is supposed to be. Um, and then something about the tunnel being like a like a vagina and the moaning. The sounds that she's making the in the tunnel, that's like her, yeah. So... It's supposed to be all this stuff. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, it makes sense now, but it, there could have been a better way to say it, right? There was an example. What was the example? I forgot the movie that they said it was said it was better. Oh yeah. So uh, a lot of people say that the next movie I'm going to talk about actually does it a lot better the message of the movie they do it a lot better than men does so let's go ahead and jump into the second movie oh what are my thoughts what am i what do i give this movie i give it a, a, a out of 10 i give it a six i give it a six i think 6.5 it's not the worst movie it's not the best movie it's a good watch just for the shock factor of the movie, but overall, it's not necessary. Like, there's nothing really, it's not, you need to see it. It's more so if you want to, go ahead. It will be an interesting experience. So, let's talk about the next movie, which is Barbarian, the new one. When Barbarian started releasing its commercials for the movie, I was confused because... Everyone, they, they released the Paranormal Activity type commercial. You know, you know those ads from Paranormal Activity a long time ago where they had like the audience like jumping with their popcorn and all that. That's what they're doing with Barbarian. And I was like, what? I never even, everyone, they're saying in the ad, uh, everyone's talking about this movie. Like, what? Everyone's talking about the movie. I never, I haven't even seen the movie till now. Like the ads. I was like, I never heard the movie until these ads popped up. So it was really, it was a really weird ad campaign. But, yeah, I was excited because everyone was saying it was a good movie. So I was like, oh, I have to see this. I want to go see But like I always, I didn't I didn't go to the movies to see it. I still haven't even gone to see Black Adam. No, I have not seen Black Adam yet. I feel so bad. Well, I don't know why I feel bad for a billion-dollar company, but I feel bad. So I'm not going to go on and on and on about Barbarian because, to be honest, it's not... It doesn't have the same attack. It doesn't have the that um, wow factor. I guess it's very like a very basic going. It's just a basic horror movie, really. To be honest, like there's some symbolism, but and metaphors and blah blah blah. But it's not. They're not really big, big, big. There's not much to talk about here, but. This movie copies the style. It doesn't really copy, but it's inspired by... I don't know what type of style this is. Is it the 80s? Or the 70s? I don't know, but it reminds me a lot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The first movie. The original. Like, all, like the way that movie was filmed. I love the way that movie was filmed. Uh, it's very, like, realistic in some way. And oh my gosh. Um... When they, the first part of the movie, the first uh, scene in the movie is where the main actress, is it, is she the main actress? I guess she's the main actress. 
I don't know. The main actress. Oh, yeah, she is the main actress. The main actress, she the she goes to the house, to this bread and breakfast. Not this bread and breakfast. She goes to a... What are these? She goes to one of those places where you can, like, rent a house or something. I don't know what it's called. I forgot what it's called. It's where you can stay in a house. And, like, you can pay to stay in a house and, like... Book it for a certain time. I forgot what that's called. Well, she does that and she shows up to this neighborhood and it's raining and there's nothing but blackness around her. It's just dark and she's knocking on this door trying to get in. I don't know why, but I love that. It was so real. The actress looked, I, I loved it. The actress looked like a normal person. Like the circumstances were normal. Everything was normal. And I was super like, oh my gosh, this movie's gonna be really good because everything looks normal. Like, there's no like, that was one of the reasons why I didn't like Midsummer because they casted the guy from Maze Runner, and I was kind of annoyed by that. I was like, no, you need to cast no unknown actors. It makes everything better, believe me. Look at the Jason series, the Halloween series. Well, actually, not Halloween. Halloween had Jamie Lee Curtis, but like Jason, Freddy Krueger, they had a. Uh, unknown actors in those movies and they took off soaring and so that's the reason why hereditary i think also did well because they had unknown actors it makes everything realer if you put zach efron in the movie everyone's gonna be like oh well they're not gonna be like oh they're gonna be like oh it's a zach efron horror movie popcorn flick but i feel like if you have unknown actors it really makes everything realer that's also why i'm kind of disappointed that Ari asked next movie Next movie is going to star Joaquin Phoenix, which he's not a, a new actor. He's a very established one. Very good, too. But I'd rather it, um, it be unknown actors instead. But this I don't know who this actress is, by the way. <laughs> That's not already implied. But I don't know who she is. So I was like, oh, this is going to be good. I don't know these actors. But then... She's knocking on this door and she thinks no one's there. She's about to leave, but then someone opens the door. And guess who it is? It's Bill Skarsgård. <laughs> I was like, no. I was like, no. Why do they put these actors in these movies? And yes, I do get disappointed about the next actor they bring. Yes, I do. I'm going to talk about that one. But they they uh, they bring in Bill Skarsgård. And I was like, oh boy. I was like, oh great. But I was proven wrong, okay? I, I know I'm being very annoying right now. But I was proven wrong. So, this movie, like I said, it does copy a lot of the metaphors. Or whatever the crap men was trying to say. <laughs> it copies it. It does it better in some ways. Uh, as soon as this guy opens the door, the girl's immediately sketched out. She's like, what's wrong with you? She's like, is something wrong with you? Why? You look crazy. Like, are you trying to kill me? Are you trying to murder me? Like, that's what that's the impression he was giving her. And she was, like, I had, she was straight up. She was like, that's the impression you're giving me. So are you a murderer? Are you uh, some psycho? Are you going to kill me? By the way, she was really smart in the beginning. <laughs> After that, she wasn't smart. But she was really smart. In the, she was a smart horror movie character. She was really good. She was really smart. But then towards the end, she was dumb. But it was nice to see someone really, like, smart in this movie. She was like, oh, no, she was smart. And, but then 
yeah, towards the end, she sort of mellows out. She sort of just becomes a regular person. Uh, not a regular person, a regular, like, scary movie character. But basically, she's, she's like, really anxious about the guy, about Bill Skarsgård. She's anxious about him because he's being all awkward. I don't want to get too in-depth about that. But basically, it copies, it, it does the metaphor of, like, the... Of like the nice guy trope. Like he's nice and he's like taking her bags. And she's like, I don't want that to happen. And all that. I don't want you to take my bags. I'll do it for him. He's being too chivalrous. Almost to the point of being obnoxious and demeaning. But yeah. So the movie, I love it. The movie makes out that this tries to make the audience believe that this guy is the like some sort of psycho killer and even i was like oh yeah this guy's gonna be like a a psycho killer <laughs> that's what i thought but then towards like the end of the first act he's not the psycho killer okay <laughs> he's not even close to being a psycho killer he's just awkward he's just an awkward person because we find out what's really going on and that is that there's this crazy thing in underground so yeah so there's not much i want to talk about in regards to that i was kind of let down by the monster thing but i still thought it was good um there was a uh the monster was nude and everything so but yeah this this movie like i said was basic in that it really didn't it did what it was supposed to do but it didn't go beyond it in a way it did subvert expectations which is sort of going beyond it but i feel like it didn't really capitalize on it that much it's a very much like a conjuring movie uh but i don't know if it has if it has the same weight i feel like a lot of uh, the other movies i don't know this movie was received well but i don't think it wasn't received that well like it wasn't the number one horror movie of all time so, all the men in this movie, they're also very, I don't know if I should say, they think about themselves only, in some ways. Like the, the first guy, Bill Skarsgård, he leaves the girl to go see what was down in the, in the ground that she was complaining. Because she wanted to book it as soon as she saw the... The thing downstairs. She wanted the book. She was like, I'm out of here. I'm, you know, <laughs> he's like, we need to go leave. We need, we need to let the police deal with this. And Bill Scar was like, no, I want to go see. I want to go see what's down there. You want to go see the, the, the craziness downstairs and get killed? He was like, yeah. <laughs> That's not what happened. But he was like, I want to go see down there. I want to go see what's going on. Basically, the, the main actress, she goes, she's, she's crazy. She's creeped out. She's creeped out. So, uh, she's creeped out by the guy, but she goes to the house one day and he's not there. She, so she goes down to the basement and then she finds this like secret hallway or secret door and in the door is a hallway and there's a room in the hallway and that is a, a room with a bed and a camera. So, uh, it, it's, it's clearly like some people were taken down there and something happened to them bad. 
and she ends up finding another door that leads down to this like tunnel and she's like nope she's like i'm not going down there oh no that was before that was after no when she finds the hallway and it's she sees that she finds the, the doorway the secret door she opens it and then she sees the dark hallway that's when she's like nope i'm not going down there but then she goes down there anyways Um, so it was funny, but then it was like, oh, she just went down there anyway, so it was a point. But, yeah, so Bill Skarsgård, he goes down there. He's like, I'm going to go see what you're talking about. Because she wants to leave. She's like, I'm done with this. Adios. But he was very like, no, you need to, you need to stay. You need to be here. You need to stay here. And I don't want to leave. I want you to stay here and let me go down there. And, and I want you to be here when I come back. I was like, that was very sketchy. I was like, Why do you want me to be here? Just go down there. I'll be in the car waiting. I, I said that in the movie when I was watching it. When he went down there, I was like, yeah, go to the door and make sure it's unlocked. Have it open so that if he tries to chase you, you can just run out. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I was like, you're a smart character. You need to unlock the door. Have it open. Have your keys ready. Go put them in the ignition. Just ready to get out of there. She didn't do that. She went downstairs to go see him because she didn't. Uh, she, he wasn't coming out. So the audience at this point is supposed to believe that he's trying to lure her down there and trying to trap her or something. But we find out that he wasn't. He wasn't trying to trap her. <laughs> he was trying to... He, he was just an idiot. He just went down there and got himself in some deadly trouble. The story switches gears. And this is sort of that reverting the expectations. And they bring in another actor who is the main character. Who switches as like the main character. And it is the guy from Jeepers Creepers. I don't know his name, but I was annoyed when I saw him because I knew who he was. I watched Jeepers Creepers a lot. That's one of my favorites. I love Jeepers Creepers. A lot of people don't like Jeepers Creepers 1. I do. How do you not like the first one? The first one's the best one. The one with the bus is good, but it's not the best one. The first one had that creepy factor. Oh, I love it so much. I love Jeepers Creepers, especially because uh, I used to live in the countryside, so... That movie took place in the countryside. And I was like, oh, this movie is so good. It's so good. I love that movie. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. But, uh, yeah. The the actor, the the boy from Jeepers Creepers, this is him. This, he's in this movie. So, he becomes like the main character. So, basically, he's accused. He's a celebrity. He's accused of rape. And there's this whole storyline of, like, did he do it? Did he not do it? He's denying it. So this is yeah the question of did he do it or did he not? Uh, apparently the house that they the, the Bill Skarsgård the main actress were going to were living in, uh, they that was actually his house and it was being used uh, as like a renting place I don't know and he didn't know about it, but he goes down there and he sees the tunnel and he's like what is going on here? He takes out his measuring tape and measures the entire house even the tunnel but then the tape ends up getting taken and he gets an encounter with the the actual issue of the movie um the movie sort of is more like a it's it's a very it becomes very straightforward they just have to get out of that place and go away get away from that area and leave that's pretty much the premise of the, the, the rest of the movie 
they do do a snippet, a little flashback of the house uh, owned by a different guy. And it explains the the reason why there's a a tunnel and there's a a room with a camera and a bed. So basically the guy that owned the house, he was a, a serial a serial rapist. He was a, a, one of those people. And he would bring girls in. Yeah. So that was what that was. It was creepy. They don't show anything. So, But yet they, it was creepy. And he's actually still in the house when they're there. That was crazy too. I was like, I thought he would be dead. But no, he's in the house. Basically, that, that, the, the thing, the evil creature that they're encountering is uh, is an offspring from him. Like, I guess they're trying to say it's like a, I don't know how to explain it, like a, a deformed woman. And that's what she is. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Any deformed people have super strength, but she did. Uh, the movie, uh, I guess I just talk about the end of the movie. The end of the movie is the most interesting. She does survive. Okay, so that's great. But that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the part where the guy, the actor, the 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 Jeepers Creepers guy, because Bill Skarsgård he met his deadly end, but uh, the Jeepers Creepers guy and her, they're alive still, and they're facing off with the the monster, and he's like, I got to get out of here. What am I gonna do? So, I think he, they're on top of this like water tank thing. You know those ones that stick up off the ground up the ground like they're high in the sky or was it a, a a silo i don't know what it was they were on type of some some container and he pushes her off he's like bye he pushes her off and she's falling to her death the monster's like no i want i want her so she jumps off with the monster and they're falling and then they land on the ground and the monster protects the girl and so he goes down there and he's like oh, i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i i did that because i had to you know, have to know that i did that to save you no to save me and so that we someone can get out of here and say what's going on here and she was like uh, i'm still knocked out i can't <laughs> she got was like i don't know what's going on let me just let's just get out of here we can do the blame game after i'm gonna beat you up later but right now we need to get out of here that's what I would like. You just tried to kill me, but I'm gonna, we want we need to get out of here first, and I'll take care of that later. But she, she, um, the monster ends up waking up again because we thought she was dead, but she's not. She gets up and she immediately beelines for the the guy, and I think he, he's I don't know what he does. Oh yeah, no no, she grabs him and kills him. The monster she kills him, and then she. The monster, like, is trying to protect her and trying to uh, cad- cradle her and, like, say, are you okay? Can you come back with me to the house? She's like, no, I'm not going back to to that house. I'm sorry. The movie ends with her killing the monster. But um, basically, it's assumed that the, that the Jeepers Creepers guy did do the thing that he was accused of, which is, I guess, a, a sexually assaulting one of the actors actresses that he worked with. Because he did try to sacrifice that girl, so it's sort of implied that if he did that, he probably did what he was being accused of. Um, but basically, this movie, all the men in this movie are not good. 
they're all bad in their own ways. Bill Skarsgård's character is not as bad, but he's still, he's still a man. <laughs> he still has the, I guess, the issues. I don't know. It's a, it's, it's a very much um, a take on misogyny in some ways. It's a horror movie first, but it that's the good thing about it. It's a horror movie first, uh, commentary second. If it was the other way around, oof, this movie would be getting so much hate. But because it was the other way, it was horror and then commentary. That's what really makes everything good because people do not like commentary in their movies. They do not, especially this crowd, <laughs> this new crowd. <laughs> they do not like commentary whatsoever. You have a woman as a lead? That's feminist. That's what they say now. So this movie definitely put commentary. They knew what they were doing. Like, we need to put commentary. I read the wiki on this thing. Yes, I did. I, went, I read the wiki. The script was written, like, back in 2000-something. They had this script for a long time. And they did edits and edits and edits. And it, it started off as, like, a short little thing. Like, a short little script of this girl going to a... a one of those renting houses things and dealing with like this really like creepy guy and that's where it ended but the writer he added stuff and this that's what we got the movie i thought that was interesting overall the moot barbarian which is what the movie's called i give it i give barbarian so out of 10, 10 stars, I would give Barbarian a, I give it a 7. I give it a 7, yeah. I, I think it's not the best horror movie, but it is a decent one. It's not, there's a lot of surprises, there's a lot of underwhelming moments, but it's good. It's not bad. Do I, do I recommend watching? Yeah, I, I do. It's a good movie. It's a good ride. I would say if you watch Men, I think both of these movies are good, but Men and Barbarian. I feel like they're both, they both have their moments where they shine. Men has the first half of the movie, which is really good. And this, and then Barbarian has the entire movie, really. It's, it's just great. It's really good. Gee, Barbarian. Thank you for listening to this episode of my podcast. I really like both of these movies, like I said. I may try to review other movies, other scary movies, or just movies in general. Just for fun. This one was for fun. I didn't really have an intent, like any big intention, but this, this was a fun thing I did. I love talking about scary movies. I haven't talked about one in a long time, so this was a nice change. Thank you for listening. Whoever's listening, thank you.